Hey, what is going on everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mod Chat. In case you did not know, Mod Chat is a podcast I do at least monthly here on the Mr. Mario 2011 YouTube channel. Now, it is available in two different forms. First of all, there is, of course, the video version, which you might be watching here on YouTube, or an audio-only version if you're wanting to take this around and listen to it like an actual podcast. Simply fire up your favorite podcast app or provider, look up Machat and it should hopefully be there. Machat is not on every single provider, but it's available on most of them. Now, I will get to say, I'm going to start off this by saying here that I was kind of predicting and hoping this would happen. I held back though on the last episode, I was saying that there might be a second episode in December just to make up for, you know, the lack of episodes in November. But this ended up happening and is even earlier than I expected here and really what anybody had expected. And while this is the PlayStation 4 firmware 9.00 jailbreak, it has been released to the public and you know what? It actually works out pretty damn well. Now let's Let's go ahead and check out this release itself over on the GitHub page. Now this is hosted over on Chindochap's GitHub page and the project and repository here is called Poob S4. Now this has been worked on or contributed here by Chindochap as well as Spectre who many might know had really been able to do a lot of work on previous jailbreaks as well too and is a familiar name in the PlayStation 4 modding scene. Now even just going down to the bottom here, Z Null Pointer was also cited as a contributor as well as Laurie, but they do not have a link to any of their, you know, social media and such. With special thanks to The Flow as well as Slayers Govi for their 9.00 WebKit exploit, which I have covered in a previous episode of ModChat. So it looks like the WebKit exploit is being utilized here from Slayers Govi, which was ported to PlayStation 4, but this is the kernel exploit which is now out in the wild. And just taking a look at this here, in this project you'll find find an implementation that tries to make use of a file system bug for the PlayStation 4 on firmware 9.00. The bug was found while diffing the 9.00 and 9.03 kernels. It will require a drive with a modified XFAT file system. Successfully triggering it will allow you to run arbitrary code as a kernel to allow jailbreaking and kernel level modifications to the system. We'll launch the usual payload launcher on port 9020. Now it does have a few patches included, which say allow read, write, and execute memory mapping, uh, syscall instruction allowed anywhere, dynamic resolving allowed from any process, custom syscall number level kernel execution to execute arbitrary code in kernel mode, allow unprivileged users to call set UID zero successfully, works as a status check, doubles as a privilege escalation, a sysdynlib load PRX patch, as well as disable delayed panics from sysvary. Now, right here, it also goes with a how-to, and this is actually pretty interesting because uh, I'm not going to go into it too much here because I actually want to show you all, but this differs than any of the other PlayStation 4 jailbreaks we've worked on. I'm talking 1.76, 5.05, 4.05, 4.55, 6.72, 7.02, 7.55. of all, if people are asking about how reliable this is, this is incredibly reliable incredibly reliable and seems to be incredibly stable. The WebKit seems to be pretty great and the kernel seems to be awesome on this so far. Uh, on top of that as well too, 
This actually now requires a piece of hardware alongside it, which is a USB flash drive. Uh, really, what you have to do is you have to download this XFAT hacks image file, and you have to flash it over to that USB drive, and it formats it in a certain way, which will work with this exploit, therefore kind of creating like a boot device or even like a dongle so to speak, for this exploit here, which is probably pretty reminiscent of the PlayStation 3 scene if anybody got in there pretty early on when you needed a dongle to boot up a custom firmware. So this is kind of coming back here on the PlayStation 4 scene, except there's nothing, there's no like secret black magic or anything here. Thankfully, everything is open source. And on top of that, this is all accomplished thanks to using a XFAT bug here. And it's even stating here it will require a drive with a modified XFAT file system, which is what this image file is. Now this image file is only about 4 megabytes, so really as long as you use a flash drive that is at least 8 megabytes in size, you'll be fine. And I did not misspeak there, I was saying 8 megabytes. You just get like really the smallest flash drive that you have and it should work on there just fine, which that's what you're wanting as well, because once you use that flash drive, you can always reformat it and such. But what I'm saying is once you utilize that, you can really only use it for a dongle or a boot device for the PlayStation 4's custom firmware here. Now, I do also want to cite a couple of tweets here as well, too. One of them from Z Null Pointer stating, all right, it was just a joke about Catterday. The exploit is legit, and as a bonus, the kernel exploit affects PlayStation 5 as well. No, the PS5 is not ready or being released. The lead developer does not currently have a PS5 console. So that is even a pretty cool bonus as well, too. A lot of people are saying, hey, really don't expect anything for the PlayStation 5 even anytime soon on this. But this is nice to see that currently this does work on exploitable PlayStation 5s as long as they are on the specific firmware. They haven't taken that patch. I did also want to cite this as well, in which Happy Chat had asked Z Null Pointer, is this your $10,000 XFAT exploit you found months ago, or did someone else find it? Good work, lad. And Boppers here said it might be the Flows one, in which it was confirmed, Z Null Pointer said, yes, it is the Flows find. Still an active hacker one bounty, so it was reverse engineered from Sony's patch. And I did want to bring this up because over on Hacker One, the flow had gotten another bounty recently, so it seems to be confirmed that even though it hasn't been disclosed at this point, that this is the same bug that the flow had ended up using. This was just found, of course, as mentioned here, through diffing the two kernels between 9.00 and 9.03, because the XFAT bug was patched on 9.03. So I do want to say a big shout out, thank you, and congratulations to the people who had worked on releasing this. That would be Chindochap, Laurie, Spectre, as well as Z Null Pointer. So far, it is awesome here. And before we really get into the rest of this episode, I do actually want to kind of do a little bit of show and tell here. Right here we have my PlayStation 4. This is my jailbroken PS4, just the standard model. And I'll be honest, I actually really haven't been able to use this here recently. Many people I'm sure noticed that I really didn't release anything for the 7.02 and 7.55 jailbreaks simply because I did not have luck with them. 5.05 uh, always worked pretty well, even the previous ones were fine. 6.72 for me worked mostly well, but for whatever reason 7.02 and 7.55 
I tried tricks, tried different hosts and all that, just never had luck with those firmwares and the exploits on them, unfortunately. So I guess on here, updating my system to 9.00 was fine because I was like, well, at this point, it's still kind of unusable for me. And that's why, because I had such a bad experience on my own PlayStation 4, I also really didn't want to make a tutorial kind of saying, hey, these are the things you can do and try. This might work. This might not. Just because it'd be so much more, you know, unstable and wishy-washy there. I know some people figured out a few things, they had certain methods to get in, but I personally did not have that luck. Now, without further ado, let's go ahead and see what's going on here. This, of course, is my original PlayStation 4. We're going to go over to the settings, go over to system, system information, and check this out. This is on system software version 9.00, so you can see that I have updated my system to 9.00. Now, just like we're used to here, I'm going to come up to settings, go over to the user's guide, user's guide. I've already set this all up. So wait for this to load using Alazif as my host, 9.00. And there's two options at the moment while I'm recording this. There's the bin loader and there is gold hen. Now bin loader will just allow you to launch any payloads that you throw at it over the specific port. But I'm just going to be lazy here for this tutorial, and we're going to use, or not tutorial, but just this demonstration, I guess. We're just going to use Gold Hen, which is really most of what people are wanting from a jailbroken PS4. So check this out. We're going to hit Gold Hen. I'm going to put my controller down, and I promise you, the system did not freeze. There's nothing wrong with your video on this. This is how it looks. So it might look frozen at this point, and we're going to wait and see. Still waiting. There we go. So it brings us up insert USB now. I'm going to insert my flash drive. Now that's the flash drive that was flashed with the specific image file that we had to install on this. This is essentially my dongle or my boot device. So check that out. The system is now telling me the system file system is unsupported. I'm now going to remove the flash drive. That's also very important. You have to remove it now. Press OK. And there we go. That's it. The PlayStation 4 has been jailbroken at this point. We're all good here. You're all set. So I'm going to press the PlayStation button. And just to demonstrate this, first of all, I can launch Mega Man Legends 2. This is a PS1 fake package file. Like, you cannot get this on, you know, PlayStation Network or anything. And I had made this one myself here. So this should work just fine. Let's see if we can get in-game. We got the bios splash and everything. All that's fine as well, too. It's popping up. Awesome. And there we go. Like, this is working so far. I've even tried out rest mode as well, too. Rest mode has seemed to be fine on here. And even just to show you all everything, I mean, we have that all popped up. I'm going to come over here. Settings. There is a new setting up top, also called Gold Hen. If I go to the bottom, we have debug settings. But over at the top here, gold hen, we have our bin loader if we want that, FTP, package installer. And check this out. If you haven't used gold hen, like I really haven't used it until now, these are all the features it has. So this is why I was saying that this is pretty what, like this is pretty much what most people are going to want if they're using a modified PlayStation 4. So that's why gold hen was really the first thing that was on there aside from the bin loader. Like that's going to be the first thing and 
probably even the only thing many people are going to be using on here because it works out well enough. So there we go. We have our system jailbroken. It was as easy as that. Now I've jailbroken. I've run this several times on this console and I've had maybe one time it wasn't successful and it wasn't even a kernel panic. It just gave me an error from the browser saying that it had run out of memory. So I just had to press X and reload the exploit and it worked right after that. So this has been incredibly stable. Again, WebKit's been fine. Kernel exploit's been fine. Everything is working as it's supposed to. I haven't had to fight with this PS4. Like, it's actually usable now for the first time in quite a while. <laughs> so at this point, I'm also going to dedicate the rest of this episode to what I have done for the last two jailbreaks, in which I'm going to give you all some tips on finding a low firmware jailbreakable PlayStation 4. Now, first of all, we are going to need to know how to check the firmware version on a PlayStation 4. So if you're checking your firmware, you can go ahead, come over to settings, go all the way down to system, and go into system information. Now mine, since I already ran the payload, says HIN 9.00, but your system software version is going to say 9.00 on it or lower. Now at the moment, there's only one other firmware update which has been released. So if your system that you're trying this on has firmware 9.00, or lower, you are able to jailbreak the system using this jailbreak that I'm covering and talking about today. If your firmware is 9.03 or higher, you've gone too far, you're not able to utilize this on that PS4. And you cannot downgrade your firmware. I know some people will talk about reverting, but that requires some additional hardware compatibility, extra steps, and really the long short of reverting is, if this is the first time you've heard of firmware reverting and you're already on a higher firmware, it's too late for that system. So really, if you're on a firmware higher than 9.00, you're not going to be able to do this. So your goal is going to be to look for a system on firmware 9.00 or lower. And I'm showing this here. This seems to be something pretty basic, but I'm showing this just so people will know how to look for system information when looking for a PS4, because some people just might not ever look for the system software version on here, or you might have to help someone like a seller find and locate that for you. Now, it's also worth noting that if you have a PS4 that's on firmware 9.03 and you are wanting a future jailbreak, well, typically later on these things do happen. That's why we've seen so many of these jailbreaks and exploits and such. So if you are willing to wait, what you need to do right now is take your PlayStation 4 offline. If this is the PlayStation 4 that you want to jailbreak in the future and you don't mind waiting however long it might be, I'm not even going to put an ETA on there, but if you don't mind waiting and you're deciding on this now, you need to take your PS4 offline. That way you're not going to automatically update your system, no one else is going to update it, and you'll keep it on that lower firmware. So in the future, for example, let's say a jailbreak for firmware 10 or 11 or 12 comes out, then you'll have your system here on 9.03, and you'll be able to update to that exploitable firmware. Now, in order to do that, again, I've showed you how to check the firmware version, but you can also go over to settings, and if you're using a network cable, like you are hardwired into the internet on your PlayStation 4, you can disconnect the network cable from the back of your PlayStation 4. Additionally, you can also go in here, and this is, you know, you can still double up and do this, 
but you can also do this if you're on Wi-Fi. You can disconnect from the internet right here, so therefore you will not be able to access the internet on this system at all with this option disabled. Now, if you want to disable automatic firmware updates on here from you know downloading and installing and such, you can also go down to automatic downloads when you're in system, and it's going to be the system update files or system software update files. You want to make sure this right here is disabled. Now, you also want to, of course, disable allow restart. And then for application update files, this is optional here. You can keep this disabled as well as featured content. Personally, for me, I just disable all three, but the most important is going to be system software update files. You want this to stay disabled. And finally, as well, too, if you're wanting to go one step further, I'm actually going to go over to our network settings right here. This is going to be here. We're going to connect to the internet, and I'm going to show you all the DNS server that I use. So I'm just going to set up this internet connection here. We're going to do custom right here, do not use, DNS, and these two IP addresses, 1.165.227.83.145, as well as 192.241.221.79. These are both Al Azif's DNS. Now, this not only allows us to go in this method to, you know, go through here, go over to the user's guide, fire up the user's guide, but on top of that, this also provides an additional step of protection, which actually blocks all of Sony's and PlayStation servers on here. So even if you want to stay on the internet, you can put this DNS on here and your system will not be able to contact those servers. So those are just a few things that you can do if you want to keep your system offline for hopes of a future jailbreak. Nothing is ever guaranteed here, but based on you know what we've seen with history and such, that is typically what will help out. Now let's talk about what to look out for in terms of trying to isolate a system that has a vulnerable firmware. This is pretty easy to remember here, thankfully. Now, looking at this article, firmware 9.03 is the successor to 9.00, which released on December 1st, 2021. So we're going to make this very simple. If the console has been online on PlayStation Network in December 2021, then it has most likely been updated. If it's hit PSN, it has been updated. However, if the system has not been online on PlayStation Network or even turned on since, you know, November 2021, then that system is all well and good. That is an exploitable system. So that's what you want to look out for. Even on one of your personal systems, or if you know somebody who has a system that they might be selling and such, if you know, for example, that they just went online on their PlayStation 4 today, it's not exploitable. But if you know that someone who is selling a system hasn't used their PlayStation 4 since November of 2021, that system should be all good for the exploit. And this is even going back to if you're looking for a PlayStation 4 that is exploitable, you might want to look in your own residence for a PlayStation 4 if you have one. Now, I know many people might have a PlayStation 4 that they're just not using for whatever reason. Maybe they got bored with it. Maybe they're just not interested in it. Maybe they have a PlayStation 5 that they upgraded to, so the PS4 has been collecting dust. Maybe you even have multiple PlayStation 4s. And that would be good to keep in mind as well, too. So you might want to dig around for that PlayStation 4 that you have used in a few months at the time of recording this because that means that that playstation 4 
is exploitable for this jailbreak. Now, if you're looking for a PlayStation 4 that you can guarantee is exploitable, uh, typically what people have done in the past is gone for brand new systems. And first of all, at the time I'm recording this here, this is December 14th, 2021. This is gonna go up December 15th, 2021. Any brand new PlayStation 4 out in the market, like, you know, on Amazon or even, you know, at a local Best Buy, Walmart, any brick and mortar store, any brand new sealed, never been opened, never been used PlayStation 4 is exploitable. So if you're listening to this right when this podcast came out, you can go out to a store, get a brand new PlayStation 4 if you can find one, and it's going to be on that lower firmware. Really, if the PlayStation 4 has not been manufactured in December 2021 or later, you're all good. But if it's been manufactured November 2021 or earlier, and it's never been used, that brand new PS4 should be all good. However, what people have also done in the past, and I'm referencing the PS Dev Wiki here, is they have gone for bundles, like game bundles and such. And what am I talking about here? Well, this is a pretty good selection here, just covering the SKU models of the PlayStation 4. And I'm mentioning this because, you know, it doesn't have everything, but for many models, it's saying, you know, when the release date was and such. So for example, if you get a hold of like a launch date to play PlayStation 4, that thing is obviously going to be exploitable. If you get, let's say, even, I don't know, one of these models right here uh, that was, you know, released June 15th, 2015, and it's never been opened, then that's going to be fine as well, too. This is just new old stock. And this is not going to be immediately applicable. This is more for somebody who maybe are watching this episode a few months after it has come out. So you can kind of just scan this here as well, too, and see, for example, like this newer launch PlayStation 4 right here. This is on base firmware 3.00. You're more wanting to look at some of the limited editions here. And again, not everything is covered, so you might have to do a bit more digging on this. Like it says here the 20th anniversary edition or the Destiny limited edition. This came on firmware 1.72. However, all these other models, it doesn't show which firmwares they were on. So you kind of have to isolate when these games ended up releasing. And the good news is they really don't do any game-specific limited editions anymore. So if you find any of these limited editions, for example, because they obviously were released before 2021, any of these right here, these game-specific limited editions, if you can find a brand new one that has never been used, that is the key. I'm not talking about like a resealed one. I'm talking about one that's never been used. It should be exploitable. The same goes for console bundles as well, too. And since the PlayStation 5 is out, this has made it much easier because there's really not much of a reason to make game-specific bundles anymore. Like, they're not going to make, you know, a new Drive Club bundle for the PlayStation 4 or a new Batman bundle for the PlayStation 4. Any of that is going to be allocated to the PlayStation 5. So really, any game-specific special edition bundles that are out there are going to be exploitable. I'm not finding it on here, but even another one just as a final example is, for example, Death Stranding. I know Death Stranding had a PlayStation 4 Pro bundle. Now, we also know, thanks to the power of Google, that Death Stranding ended up releasing November 8th, 2019, obviously about two years before this jailbreak ended up releasing. So that is to say, if you're able to find a brand new, never used 
PS4 Pro, which is for Death Stranding, it's definitely going to be exploitable. So again, these are like the models, bundles, and everything that you can look out for, but even key choice right here, it's going to be if you find a system, like if you're able to look at the manufacture date and such on it, if it's been manufactured December 2021 or later, just to be safe there, then it's not going to work out for you. Just don't bank on that. But you're wanting to look for earlier manufactured systems. With the used market, it is easier. Now, there are many people who sell PlayStation 4s on these lower firmwares. Now, what I did was I just went onto eBay and I looked up PS4 9.00. And you can find a few options right here, like an original PlayStation 4 for $250 shipped on firmware 9.00. You'll find another one here from Japan. Very expensive here, like 500 bucks, but 9.00. Uh, even a God of War PS4, PS4 Pro right here uh, with everything included, 9.00. So you can simply just look up something like that. Now, because this just came out, there's not too many hits for 9.00. So here's another search you might be able to do. You could also just look up PS4 low firmware, and there'll even be links in the description to help out with this. And you can see 7.02, 7.02, 2.51, that's a pretty low one, 7.55, 1.76, 6.20, 6.00. So these are all out there. So if you're looking specifically for a used console on a low firmware, you're able to find it much easier at that point. Now, not every seller is going to mention this right here, of course, but you can certainly try that. Now, I'll be honest, I really don't like GameStop, but I do want to mention this here just because some people might be interested in this and might try out GameStop. Typically, GameStop has a policy where when they get in a new system, they will take it in, they'll connect it to the internet, they'll run any updates they need to on it, and they'll also format the system before they put it back out for sale. That is to say that if you're checking this out right now, if you're trying to buy a PS4 from GameStop that was just traded in, let's say, three days ago, it's most likely going to be on the highest firmware, and it will not be exploitable. If you're able to get a hold of a system you want to take your chances on there, and you can get a hold of a used system from there that maybe was traded in October or November of 2021 and just hasn't sold... I'd be a bit surprised if that was there, just because, I mean, everything, every piece of hardware is selling at this point. Uh, but if you're able to find one of those systems that has been in stock before December 2021, it should be exploitable. But what I'm saying is any new trade-ins on these systems, if again, if you're getting something that was just traded in two or three days ago, it's most likely going to be on that highest firmware. I would personally not take my chance with it. And unfortunately, there's no way to physically tell what firmware the system is on. There's also no way that you could even really ask to check the firmware at GameStop. Typically, they're not going to do that. However, some smaller mom-and-pop game stores might do that depending on, you know, where you're purchasing from. And not even just mom-and-pop game stores. I'm even talking about maybe used sellers online here as well, uh, whether it's going to be on eBay, Craigslist, Kijiji, um, you know, any place, Facebook Marketplace, any place on there. Uh, what you can even do, and I've done this with stores before. I've also done this with you know private sellers on here there's been times where i have just asked 
hey, I'm looking for a system on this specific firmware or on a low firmware. Could you please tell me which firmware this system is on? And really, as I've said, you know, in the last guide I talked about with this, there's really nothing wrong with that. Uh, either they're going to say they're not going to do it or they're not going to respond. That's the worst case. Or they can even give you an exact answer. And don't waste anyone's time. Just be respectful. Make sure you're serious about it. Like if I'm going to ask this seller right here with a $400 PS4, hey, can you check the firmware version on one of these systems? And if it's on that firmware version that I'm looking for, you should be ready to buy it. Just be respectful in that regards. And that's why I'd also shown how to look for the firmware version. So that way you can even specifically guide and tell someone who is selling these systems where to check on here. Again, if you want to do that, you can go over to settings, go down to system, go to system information. And right here, you're going to want them to report back what it says under system software. That is exactly what we're looking for. So just be respectful, be polite about it, and just ask, hey, I'm looking for a system on one of these lower firmwares. Can you please tell me which system software version this is on? Give them the instructions. You can even give them the number. Just say, let me know if it's on firmware 9.00 or lower. If it's on 9.03, that's too new of a firmware. Last but not least here, I mean, we've covered local, like even inside your house, brand new systems, used systems. And here is even a subsect of the used system market, which people have brought up many times before broken PlayStation 4s. Now, this is going to be the harder option because it is going to be expected that you might, you're going to need to put some money into this. You're going to need to put some time, some effort, uh, whether you want to do the repair yourself or give it to someone that you trust to repair it or pay a third party service to repair it. That's completely up to you. But you'll notice here right off the bat, I simply did a search as an example on eBay for broken PS4. And this, these PS4s here are much less when it comes to the prices here. Now, you do have to remember also just this is still a reality of it due to COVID and especially due to the holiday season right now, uh, really any piece of hardware has gone up in price. That's how, for example, you're able to see these pretty surprisingly high prices on these systems, like almost $400 for a PlayStation 4 Pro. Like, the prices are still up there. However, you're seeing here that the prices are much lower, but these are all systems that could be broken for different reasons. So, for example, this Destiny bundle, this looks cool, but it has a broken Bluetooth adapter. This one says as is. This one, uh, damage case, well, damage broken case read. So maybe the, I'm not clicking on this, but maybe only the case is the issue, but the system works. Some of them say like, you know, broken Blu-ray drive. Here is a common one, like damaged HDMI repair, uh, broken DVD. So they mean like the Blu-ray drive right here, but you can just see HDMI port is missing. These are all different systems that are discounted in price, but are broken. Now, sometimes you might get something that is an easy fix, or maybe it's an easy fix for you specifically, or maybe you'll be able to, you're willing to perform the fix yourself, or you're able to take it to someone, you're planning to do that. Uh, whatever you're gonna do there is completely up to you, but this is just another option right here. People have brought this up, and as long as you're willing to put in the time, the effort, and probably the money on this, uh, you can try your luck at getting a broken PlayStation 4 and seeing if you can fix it up. And the nice thing is with many of these broken PS4s, they haven't been used for a while. So now again, going back to it though, if the PS4 has been taken online in December 2021 and later, 
and let's say like December 3rd end up breaking, then it's not going to be exploitable. But if this system here broke like a year ago and has just now gotten to being sold on eBay, then that's definitely an exploitable system. That's where you do need to take your chances and weigh out all your options on here, but that's just another option that you can look towards. There's nothing wrong with doing that as long as you know what you're getting yourself into. Don't buy something broken expecting it to work properly. But there we go. That is about it for this episode of Mod Chat. For anybody who's made it to the end and if you're asking, hey, where is the tutorial video? Don't worry, the tutorial video is coming, especially because this this exploit actually works for me. Like, I, I, I cannot, <laughs> I cannot understate that right there. This exploit, this jailbreak actually works for me. And I have confidently said that it works well. Now, some people might also be asking, should I update to this 9.00 jailbreak? And the consensus seems to be, if you're on 5.05, .05, if you still want to stay there, 5.05 .05 seems to be the golden firmware. Not only is it still quite stable, but there's a few things that were never ported to later firmwares that work on 5.05. .05. If you're on 6.72, then there's a good chance that really updating is going to be the better option there. I still had kernel panics and such on 6.72, and it's just an older firmware. And with my experience, at least, if you're on firmware 7.02 or 7.55, just update. It's not even a question at this point. The only difference really is going to be, and the only maybe inconvenience here with the 9.00 jailbreak, is that you have to use a USB drive and turn it into a boot device of sorts for your custom firmware and for your payloads. But aside from that, that's really nothing. Like, you can just go out, get the cheapest, smallest USB drive you can get. Uh, sometimes that's not the same thing. The cheapest one might not be the smallest one, but mind you, just get the cheapest USB drive you can get, flash the image onto there, and you'll be good to go. I would say so far 9.00 is awesome, and I am looking forward to seeing what's going to happen here from here on out. Anyways, that is about it for me. This is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for watching and listening, everyone. And if you've made it to the end end here, I do like to typically pick a keyword. And if you've used this keyword in a comment on the YouTube upload, I know that you made it to the end of this episode. So let me see. Let me see what we're going to use right here. Hmm. How about app? What about that? Because these are all technically apps in a way. If you use the word app, A-P-P, in your comment on the YouTube upload here, I will know that you made it to the end. What is your favorite app on your phone? What is your favorite app on the PlayStation 4, on the PlayStation 5? Are you an app developer? Have you wanted to get into using apps? Do you hate the abbreviation for app? Would you rather just say application? Whatever it might be. If you use the word app in your comment on here, I'll know that you made it to the end. Anyways, for real this time, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening, watching everyone. It's been an awesome year with you all. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Happy New Year. Be safe with the New Year. I hope to see you all next year. Anyways, for real, let's get signed off. Later, everyone.